Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> uh, to my friends and my family who have to listen to this because I keep saying this every single time. I don't know if anybody's actually going to listen to it, but like, let's hope. Um, this is the podcast. I'm here. Uh, my name is Jenna. Uh, I am a therapist, but more than that, I'm just like a person who really likes talking about being a therapist and talking about therapy adjacent things with my friends all the time. Um, and so here we are with a podcast and I'm here with my friend, Julie. Hi. <laughs> I'm Julie. Um, I'm not a therapist, but I like talking about therapy things. I'm in therapy. Like, everybody should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What are we uh, talking about today, Jenna? Julie, what are we talking about today? We're talking about, like, resistance to therapy, not getting into therapy, um until there's like a big life event thinking that like the only time to go to therapy is when there's like a life event or like catastrophic thing happening um and the idea that everybody should be in therapy just like you said yeah um tell me like okay so i was like yo julie podcast what's your thoughts on things to talk about and you were the one that was like this is what we should talk about tell me about that journey yeah so i I feel like I've met a lot of people that are either, like, therapy curious or very therapy not curious, like, like anti-therapy. And they're like, you know, my family just doesn't do therapy kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, when they really, a lot of the people that have said that really should be in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, my family was kind of one of those, like, we don't do therapy kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a teenager, I was very therapy curious, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to like bring that up because like, I don't know. I didn't want my parents to freak out and be like worried that I was like going to do something because they seem to think that you only go to therapy if you're like, if you're going to do a big thing, you know, or if a big thing happened, (laughs) you know? So, like, I didn't want them to be, like, super concerned about me. So, I just never brought it up. So, I didn't start therapy until I had my big thing happen. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I've met a lot of people that are just not sure about when to start and why to start or how to go about starting. And as somebody who waited until my big thing happened, I honestly regret that sure how <laughs> sorry i just like i'm trying so hard to eat this avocado toast so quickly and with like a lot of voraciousness and it's kind of horrible um voracious whatever um yeah i think like yeah i hear a lot of like oh my family just doesn't do therapy or like oh i'll go to therapy when like a life event happens or like i hear people like i know people that'll say like oh yeah i went to therapy when my big thing happened. And then that's, like, my big thing was healed. And so I'm not in therapy anymore. And I'm like, hey, what? Like, yeah. I started therapy and I never stopped. And that was, like, because it, like, never stops. Yeah, like, exactly. That's kind of, like, the weird spot I'm in right now. Because, like, I started therapy when my brother died, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
I, it was like kind of urgent, you know, so I didn't have the time to like really look for like my ideal therapist. I kind of just went with not the first one I met, but one of the first ones I met. And, you know, when you do that, like you meet this person and you dump all this stuff on them about your big thing that happened. Um, you keep talking about the big thing for a year or two Mm -hmm. and then you're like, okay, that's not, it's not as big of a thing in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's still a big thing, but like you figured it out Mm -hmm. and now you have this therapist that like doesn't have any background on you before Mm -hmm. the big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you didn't get to like build a relationship with them before you started telling them about like trauma that happened to you and when you're like going through it Mm -hmm. and like then maybe you realize you don't even like this therapist Mm -hmm. but you don't want to start over because this therapist was with you through the big thing the big thing Mm -hmm. and so if you like only go when you have a big thing if you end up not liking them Mm -hmm. it's like really hard to continue because you don't want to start over yeah it's very like Like, I think about my journey through therapy. Like, I started going because I was, like, well, (laughs) I feel like I started going because I wanted to be a therapist. And I was, like, I feel like the best way to learn is by doing. And also, I was hella anxious all the time. And so, I started going because of anxiety and, like, for the intention of wellness, quote-unquote. And that was good. But it was just, like, again, like, the first therapist I found. And I was, like, yeah, this is therapy. Like, not realizing that there's, like, a relational aspect to it. And then my next therapist I went to when there was a big event. And then after the big event had been, like, processed, I was like, oh, I don't know that I, like, want to see you for, like, the other things. That There are always other things. Like, Exactly. There will be another big event. There's also just, like, great, we coped with that. And now I'm, like, realizing, oh, also I want to cope with, like, my attachment wounds. Also I want to cope with, like, this cognition that I have that I'm not good enough. Like, but that doesn't have to do with, like, an event or, like, the event. And I don't know that you are ready for, like, I... <laughs> thought my therapist was ready for it but I was just like how do I now go in and be like yeah I'm good with like what we've been talking about for x amount of months but like by the way every single day I feel like I'm not a good enough person to like whatever right like exactly and so I like go to that therapist and like the whatever I've had like a lot of therapists the two best like experiences I've had in therapy I went to one therapist for like a long time like a couple years because I started going to him and it was like I just think I need therapy, bro. Like, there, nothing has happened. There's not, like, a thing. I just feel like I need therapy. And then in that relationship, I was already growing and learning a lot about myself and, like, healing a lot of things. And then my mom died. And I was like, hey, guess what? Big event, but we've already been here. Like, exactly. I can be in this room with a big event and then we can, like, re- revisit the, <laughs> the little events. Exactly. And then, like, also, if you start therapy before your big event then you already know how therapy works Uh and like you know how to talk to a therapist Mm -hmm. and how they'll talk back to you Mm -hmm. and like every therapist is different in how that works um but like if you don't know how it works it makes it more intimidating intimidating. and more confusing and when you're also trying to navigate something traumatic that happened to you in the moment well that's still like a fresh wound yeah it just adds to like the complexity of the whole situation yeah and like a friend of mine says that a lot like we talk about it and he's kind of said like the words like yeah when i was going to therapy for so long and i didn't know like what my role was in the therapy room i was like this is not working because i was under the impression that like 
big event things. Like, I went for big events, and, like, and he hasn't said, like, oh, yeah, I went for big events, but he has said, like, I didn't know what my role was, and, like, when you go to therapy, which is, like, hey, I need a therapist, just, like, any other, like, you go to a doctor, you're supposed to, (laughs) go to a doctor every year or whatever. You're supposed to go to a dentist every six months or whatever. I say this as I'm, like, I have none of those things. Right. What I do have (laughs) is therapy every fucking week. Um, and like, you just like for like maintenance, like just for like, Hey, I'm okay. And also like every day there's something like, yeah, I want to talk to my therapist about something. I'll find it. Like, Oh yeah. I remember the other day I felt uncomfortable about like, it's just like, I like think I, almost every time I go to therapy now, cause I've gotten sort of past the like big events. Like I'm still in a place for sure. But like now it's just a matter of like, I'm on the way and I'm like, well, nothing has happened this week. What am I going to tell her? And then I get there and I tell her like, oh yeah, I got uncomfortable when so-and-so said this to me. And all of a sudden I'm talking for 45 minutes about how in general, I don't like being called out for my bullshit, like, or something like that. Right. Like, oh yeah, there is more to it. Like I'm not well. Yeah, exactly. And like when you're used to just talking about your big thing, then you're just you're like, oh, this is how I felt about it this week. This is what, like, triggered me this week in regards to that. So then when you run out of, like, things like that, you're like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. But then you don't know how to bring up those other mm-hmm. more, like, less, I don't know, life-crushing things. You know, like, the little things that, like, add up to who you are and, like, make you who you are and make you not who you want to be yeah kind of thing mm-hmm. like you just don't know you don't know how to bring it up and maybe your therapist isn't like the right person for you to be talking to about those daily things because uh-huh. you haven't built a relationship with them yeah it's a very like awkward place to be where you're like oh i've already coped with the big thing and now i need to like let you get to know me exactly you're like backtracking yeah and it's very and it's super weird to be like oh by the way i also like really like horses after you've just spent a year sobbing Mm -hmm. like it's super weird to backtrack and then you're like oh they don't know me turns at all and then you get kind of guarded all over again yeah very like oh my god i realize i told this person it's like this weird feeling like oh i told them everything about this one thing and that's huge but I, they don't know me. Like, they don't know a thing about me. And, like, they don't know... And really, I think that, like, also, when my mom died, like, I could have gone to, like, a different... Like, I could have been, like, oh, shit, my mom died. I gotta find a therapist. Like, I could have been in that situation. And it would have been fine. Like, I would have coped. I would have found a therapist that helped me. I, it would have been fine. But because Paul and I had already been working together for two years at that time, he already knew exactly what worked for me in terms of, like oh, how do I get Jenna out of, like... Like, obviously, there was a newness that came up with my mom dying, like, because I had never experienced that before. But for the... Like, not... For, the, for like, most of it, for probably 70% of treatment, he was able to be like, oh, yeah, we worked together for two years. I know that Jenna does not respond well to these things and does respond well to these things. I'm not going to just, like, be throwing interventions at her and, like... Exactly. And it's, like, much less frustrating as the patient when they already know those things about you because if they don't like it's a lot of trial and error yeah and that just it gets frustrating like you kind of lose your spark for therapy and it makes you not want to go because you're like oh 
this isn't working. This isn't for me. And I think that's where a lot of people stop mm-hmm. because they they want the results now and they need the results now yeah. when they're going through the big thing. Yeah. So I think that's why that's really important. Yeah, I think, like, thinking back to, like, my big events and also just, like, my events, I think about, like, the cliche, like, therapist, like, box breathing, go for a walk, mindfulness. And, like, while I do find value in those things, if I went to... If I went to Paul and was like, yo, my mom died. And he was like, well, maybe you could, maybe, maybe you could go for a walk today. I would have fucking walked out of the room. I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to go take a walk right this minute. That kind of thing actually happened in one of my first sessions with my therapist after my brother died. She was like, I was like telling her that I was like very anxious and like freaked out that like everyone else was going to die. And she was like. Have you heard of, like, five things you can see, four things you can feel? I was like, girl, you don't shut up right now. (laughs) See, that's the thing. It's like, there are people who, A, like, don't have that resource. And so they're like, oh, shit, I've never heard of that. And that's helpful for... And also there's people who it's like... Like, I know that there's people who, like, love the five things. I'm not one of them. Like, if I would be like, yo, my mom died and this is how I'm feeling about it. I, I just need a different intervention. And, like, I was very lucky that Paul knew that. Like, Yeah. Because, like, I, I think that, like, as a therapist, like, when you have a new client and you're just, like, and they're, like, hey, so I went through the hardest thing ever two weeks ago. And this is, ha- like, this massive symptom that I'm having after that. Gremlins, I'm telling you. Um, I think most of my podcast recording so far has been, like, the cats trying to eat the food that's here. Like, that's or somebody being, like, I think there's a whole, like, ten minutes in River's episode of us being like stinker stop stink stink stinker don't take the stinker chips are not for cat <laughs> um but yeah like i like i think that like had that happened like as a therapist like when i have a client come and they're like i have this giant event and i'm like oh well i don't know you i don't know what's gonna work like it it's not intentional to be like how about how about this like it, it's not but it also like i see sometimes that i'm like oh shit like I don't want to, and then there's there's times where, like, I actively avoid being, like, well, maybe you could, like, I remember there was, like, a client that I was, like, avoiding for weeks being, uh, offering breathing techniques, because I was, like, I hate it, it feels so silly to be, like, what would it look like, like, no, like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like, have you tried taking a deep breath? (laughs) Yeah, I was, like, I'm not gonna do that, and then, like, four weeks into session, she was, like, I asked her, like, well, what has worked for you, and she was, like, I love box breathing, and I was, like, I've been avoiding telling you to breathe for four weeks because I just was like, I don't want to seem like an idiot that, like... Exactly. But had I known her... And, like, obviously there's times when, like, uh-oh, we just have a big event and that's how we end up in therapy. Like, I'm not saying by any means, like... Yeah, definitely not, like, don't go. Yeah, <laughs> Just sure. because you're in your big event. Like, go. Mm-hmm. Definitely go. <laughs> but for those of you who are not in your big event and who are just having every day wellness questions or just living a life if you're living a life i think probably just like seek therapy (laughs) (laughs) if you've ever existed you should probably talk to a therapist (laughs) um so julie let me ask you what do you think are like the things that stop people from going to therapy i know you said like obviously like the 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 conception like oh we don't we just don't do that like in our family but like yeah well and i think that feeds into like just or it stems from like the stigma around therapy Mm -hmm. like i think people are like oh therapy means i'm broken therapy means like i need to be institutionalized like they think it's 
they think they can handle things on their own. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no. It's just somebody to talk to. Like, I have friends. I can just talk sure. to my friends. I can just talk to my family. I'll just talk to myself. Um, <laughs> like, and they don't understand that there's, like, training behind uh-huh. therapists and, like, a reason they exist. Yes. It's not just, like, a made-up thing, like, chiropractors. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, there's science behind it. Um, and so I think a lot of people just genuinely don't know that. And they don't know, like, how therapy can help you on a daily basis and on your, like, day to day interactions. Um, <laughs> this freaking man. Um, He's so much and they boy. think that, like, if. They don't have their big thing. They don't have anything they're, like, actively sad about or whatever. Then it's not, like, worth their time Yeah, to go to therapy. It's not worth the therapist's time. It's not worth the money, like, or worth the effort to find a therapist. Because it is hard, like, finding a therapist. Especially when it's, like, right for you. Crazy. Like, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And especially, like... When you're going through your insurance, like trying to figure out who's covered, and what and, is a copay? Well, yeah, what is a copay? <laughs> like, Never. what does that even mean? What do I do? Like, when I first started therapy, I I'm on like Kaiser insurance, and so it's a shit show. Um, and so I called them, and I was like, "Hey, I need a therapist," and they're like, "Why?" And I was like, "I have a no. dead brother," <laughs> and they were like oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, oh, shit. Like, I really do need a therapist. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll email you a list. I'm not even kidding you when I tell you it was eight weeks later. (laughs) Eight weeks later, they emailed me a list. Not even, like, found me a therapist. They emailed me a list to, like, sort through on my own. And at this point, I had already gone through, like, like, my own ways and have been paying out of pocket for two years now, which is a terrible idea. Um, So that's another reason to not wait until your big thing. Because you might have to wait eight weeks. Yeah. And a lot can happen in that time. They're like sitting at the office and they're like, well, her brother's definitely still dead. So like... Like, can't get any worse, right? We got some time here. (laughs) It's like, yeah, like going through... That's the thing. It's like you seek therapy. Like just maybe like it's... Not the, like, don't, I want to be careful when I say this because, like, well, you'll know exactly why when I say it. Just, like, maybe live a life anticipating a big thing. Like, exactly. Live life being like, I'm going to go seek help with the intention of just, like, overall wellness because I want to just, like, be okay. I want to cope with everyday life. I, like, the thing is, like, yeah, you have friends. I have so many friends to talk to. And also, like, the power of an unbiased person who, like, it only is on your and side and your side And they're not involved. And they're not involved. Yeah. And also their whole, like, there's training there. Like, there's, like, little secret little tricks that therapists have that, like, there's times where I'm like, why did that help? Like, why do I feel better today? There's no reason. I don't know what happened. And I am a therapist. But I can't. Like, sometimes my therapist does things and I'm like, all right. Let's see. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Suddenly I'm happy. Weird. Um... <laughs> But, like, oh, my God, the whole train. I know. I had something I was going to, like, pop in there with, but it's gone, too. <laughs> like, I 
sound more uh, okay. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, like, the power of, like, an actual therapist is so nice to have in every day. And then, like, I guarantee life will get bad again. I promise. Like, oh, yeah. I promise you'll have a vent, an event. Things will get better, but things will also, also get, get worse. worse. Like, <laughs> like, and just guarantee. have a therapist ready for when things get worse. Like, exactly. And, like, it doesn't have, you don't have to start out going every week you know Uh like that's i think that's another thing that intimidates people they're like that's a time commitment like Uh and a financial commitment and like i don't know that i'm gonna have stuff to talk about every week and you might not have stuff to talk about every week especially when you don't have a big event um sure and it takes some time to learn how to know what to talk about um so It's amazing how when you're like being recorded, suddenly all thoughts. Lose yeah, they just exit. Yeah, I had more to say on that, but yeah, no, we'll, I we'll circle back. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, like this, like just have somebody, and like yeah, you don't need to go every week. You can go bi-weekly. You can go monthly, and then when you have a big event, you can be like, yo, I need you a you little can, bit more. Yeah, this. you can step it up and yeah. like increase the frequency because at least you already have that person mm-hmm. so you're not adding another thing to your plate yeah. when that big thing happens and you can't handle getting out of bed yeah exactly you know and you have to wait eight weeks to find somebody that's like hey this is how you might be able to get out of bed tomorrow like yeah oh my god like and like there's also a bit of like i talk a lot with co-workers about like the answer is not always to like like the the reason we do what we do should be like for self-sufficiency like i want my clients to like basically in like the most like most basic sense, I want my clients to do this themselves. I want my clients to learn from me how to therapize themselves. Like there's more to it, but like at its most, like the core sense, like I want them to be able to go into the world and do it themselves. Cause I can't follow them around. And that is like a matter of like, okay, so I teach you how to deal with everyday life. You only need me once a month or you only need me when big events come up or you only need me like whatever. And that's okay. But like at the very least you, have somebody to say like oh here's another thing yeah hey well and if you are one of those people that are like i like to handle things myself Mm -hmm. that's great and that's awesome but those just give you more like tools to use with yourself with yourself exactly like you are handling things yourself i promise you're not they're not fixing it for you no i've never been to a therapist (laughs) and felt like they did anything (laughs) in terms of like I've never been a therapist and thought they did anything. That's going to get people in yeah, there. Yeah, this is the way to do it. I've, I've never been like, oh, yeah, they just fixed my life. Like, there wasn't a moment. Like, there's been, like, moments of enlightenment, but only when I put in the action and they give me, like, Exactly, and I think on. that's, like, an expectation that people have is that they're going to start therapy and the therapist is going to fix, fix their it. life. Yeah. It's going to just fix it for them, and that's not no, how it goes. No. I like, yeah, I would, that's like the friend of mine that says like, oh yeah, I didn't know my role in th- like the room with therapy has said like, oh, I didn't realize that it's not just me saying like, here's the problem and somebody saying like, oh, we'll do this. Yeah. Like, and then that's like a whole other like podcast, like about like, dude, if I told clients, we'll do this, I would not have a fucking job. Like, exactly. and if my therapist told me that. She would not have a job. I'd be like, no, yeah. girl, not well, and fucking happen. There's times I've gotten frustrated because my therapist isn't telling me what to do. Sure. Yeah, like it can get annoying, especially when you start out and you're like, you're supposed to be fixing this for me. <laughs> you're supposed to tell me what to better. do. Like, I can't make my own decisions right now. Like, 
tell me what to do, but like they're teaching you how to make those decisions for yourself. Like have some like autonomy and like exactly figured and like there's definitely like a line to walk which again this is a whole other episode but like there's a line to walk of like i'm not just gonna sit there and be like so what are you gonna do you don't know think about it yeah. that's not my <laughs> like okay i'll think about it and i'll be at, in bed for the next week again thinking about how i might get out of bed but like they're also again like if i went to marie and was like yo marie this is the situation like last year was really fucking hard for me. And if I went to Marie and was like, what do I do? Which I did basically. If she had been like, well, it seems like you need to just do this. I would have righted no matter what, like no matter what advice she gave me, I would have been like, that is unbelievable that you would ever say so. Exactly. Like, it's just, yeah. Like the point is to give you autonomy to like empower you to like, Oh, I know how I can help myself. I know how I can like, have my own like being come out yeah and and they can help you like identify patterns in your behavior that you wouldn't notice Mm -hmm. otherwise like because like i mean sometimes your friends will tell you like you have habits of doing things but like Uh they don't know every aspect of your life the way a therapist would Mm because i mean you can talk to your friends about your whole life you can be very open but you don't talk to them the same way you do Uh in therapy and they like the therapist prompts you to talk in certain ways and talk about certain things and like really dive into like the emotional side of it whereas your friends it's kind of more gossipy you know so it helps you figure out like i don't know basically like make the connections between your past and your present so (laughs) the way that i like when I talk to therapists, like, in my initial intake, I tell them, like, the way that I view therapy, like, my philosophy is, like, we, if we understand how our, okay, little Mac, awesome. <laughs> he says, this podcast is over. <laughs> I've heard um, enough. <laughs> he's like, I'm, Mac Daddy is anti-therapy. <laughs> he's, the, he's the stigmatizer. Like, he's the one that's, like, this doesn't He's mean telling anything. everybody it's a scam. <laughs> um... <laughs> Clearly, look how unwell he is. Um, <laughs> uh, Your philosophy. Oh, I like literally tell clients like my philosophy is like if we can understand how our past informs our present, then we can make better decisions for our like intervene and make better decisions for our future. Exactly, and that ties back into not waiting until the big thing because. When you're talking about your big thing, you're not like, oh, also, by the way, when I was a kid, like, Uh this happened, and that can get really confusing, because also, you're trying to explain, sometimes you do know those connections, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to explain that to your therapist, but, like, you're bouncing around in your story, Uh because you're like, oh, this happened this past week, but I know that that happened because of this thing that happened when I was a kid, Right. (coughs) and you're just like, you're all over bouncing the around and they're and like, like uh-huh. uh-huh and they have to like try to sort out your puzzle pieces uh-huh when like yeah if you have established care you can be like oh yeah last week i felt like for example i'll be like oh yeah marie like um i'm like really burnt out like i'm really working too hard yada 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 and i feel like if I stop, like, I'll be a failure. And she's like, oh, does that from, like, come from when you were a kid and you felt like you needed to be, like, an accomplishment machine in order to be valued? She wouldn't have known that if I didn't already establish care. Like, she would have been like, huh, wonder why you feel like you 
have to work so hard. And I, and I would be like, I mean, like, because I have that knowledge, I would have answered it. But, like, I could have been like, I don't know either, girl. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm lost. Like, and that's, like, and That's what you're supposed to tell me. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's such a, like... Well, and then I think, like, also... I love interrupting myself. Um, I when I'm again when I'm being recorded, I'm so more cognizant of like bad, <laughs> bad speaking like, habits. Speaking habits, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Um, but it's also this thing like you talk about, like for example, um, like you you lost your brother, and it's this thing of like you lost your brother and then you had to wait X amount of weeks or days or whatever for therapy. That would have been the case even if you had established care, right? Like maybe you lost your brother on a Tuesday. Um, actually it was a Friday, wasn't it? Anyway. Why do you know that? <laughs> Cause I was playing D and D at the time. I interrupted your campaign to tell you my brother died. So you've lost your brother on a Friday. Let's say you reached out to your therapist right away, had you already established care. You still would have been like probably up until Monday. Like, oh yeah, Yeah. let's make an appointment. But had you already established care, you maybe would have been able to be like, oh my God, my brother died. Horrible horrible event never like that's never going to be taken away and also i've had this therapist for six weeks already six months already who has already taught me x y and z about coping with grief so i can make it to monday when i schedule with her again yeah exactly and another perk another perk of having a therapist before then is you don't have to do the trial and error with a bunch of therapists Uh because i did that i met with like three or four different therapists and I had to tell that same story multiple times when uh-huh. it was very fresh uh-huh. and it was so hard, yeah. like impossibly hard. Uh-huh. I was a mess. I was like doing it on telehealth oh, in a parking lot in my car <laughs> and it's like hot. I'm sobbing. I'm trying to crack my windows, but then there's people hearing me sob. Like yeah. it's awful. It's just like, yeah, it's all over. Just like not good to like, again, like have to go over that. And then it's like. I don't know. I'm so much of the belief as a therapist and as a client that, like, process everything, which means to me, like, not only did you need to process, like, your brother dying, not only did you need to process, like, how it happened and, like, the event, but then you also needed to, at some point, process that you talked to four different therapists in a hot car. Yeah. It's, like, re-traumatizing in some way, right? Exactly. When, like, that extra, like, little, like, flavor could have been avoided mm-hmm. had you already had, like, one therapist to just be like, yo, listen up, listen to this one. Exactly. Well, and just knowing more about therapy and, like, how therapy works and the ethics of therapy uh-huh. can also keep you from getting put in kind of a bad position because, for example, uh, a therapist that sees many members of my family <laughs> is very unethical. Um, she talks to, like, them about each other and like other patients and stuff and i i saw her two days after my brother died and it was like a group session with the person who killed my brother (laughs) and it was awful (laughs) and she just tried to dive right into it with everybody there like face to face and i was like is this how therapy goes and it made me so scared because yeah, no. i was like what and then later i learned that like everything she's doing is, is wrong super unethical and like probably illegal uh-huh. um uh-huh. And so 
if I had already had a therapist, I probably could have avoided that. Sure. Um, versus, like, my family that still sees her, they just think that's normal. And they don't Which, know like, that that's, like, not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> Which, like, I think about the conversations we've had around, like, people's perception of therapy and, like, how do I say this? I know that the person I'm describing is probably going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> just misconceptions in general about, like, oh, like, different modalities that are different than what you're used to. Like, say, like, in your family, like, oh, I'm used to this, like, really weird fucking, like, family session nonsense. So then when you hear about something like EMDR for trauma processing or internal family systems or, like, a different, like, modality, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, that's, like, some fucking hippie bullshit. That's psychobabble. And you don't realize, like, hey, that could... Hey, that could help you. Hey, that exactly. Could, like, help a lot of people, but yeah. you're just so used to this like weird version of it, and you're just like, that, "That's what I'm gonna do. That's yeah, my that's therapist. How, that's how it works. That's what works for me." When you like don't know, you yeah. don't know that that's the best for you. Uh huh. Like, I mean, it's pretty clear when something is not working for you at all. Like, <laughs> like after that session with her, I was like, "No, no thank you, Betty Jo." <laughs> Little name drop, but um, <laughs> um. I think, like, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know. Knowing the different options, knowing the different styles, knowing just the background of therapy and, like, about EMDR and stuff like that. Um, Just so you can be more open to it. Yeah. Yeah, having the, like... I don't know exactly what it was that told you, like, hey, this is not how therapy is meant to go. But, like, having the ability to find another a friend that's like, yo, 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 what was your experience? No, 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 that's not it. Or, like, a therapist that's like, hey, I'm not going to do... Like, having the ability, the privilege, the strength, the courage to tell somebody, like, hey, this was my experience in therapy. Is that normal? Exactly. It's massive. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, with my therapist that I still use, I'm not the biggest fan of her anymore. But um, one of our first sessions, she was like, have you had any experience with therapy before? And I was like, girl, you're not ready for this. Get this one. <laughs> so then I told her about that weird group therapy thing that we did, and she was like, oh, my God. Like, no. No. Yeah. Like. It's not appropriate. Awful. Like, yeah. So, like, I and mean. it's like, a sense of relief of, like. Oh, you mean I'm not going to have to go through that shitty event again? Right, exactly. Awesome. Okay, thank you. Like, I, there's, like, so many, again, like, misconceptions around, like, what therapy is, and it, like, contributes to, like, resistance, and there's, like, this giant stigma, which was my next, like, question, question mark for you? Um, I don't know that it's a question as much as, like, what are your thoughts about, or, like, when we think about, like, the stigma and how it, like, contributes to, um, resistance, like, I think specifically about, like, that experience with, like people thinking EMDR is, like, hypnosis, or people being under the impression that, like, yeah, like, that that kind of therapy is normal, and that, like, like, I have had, like, first of all, EMDR is, like, a huge one that people have, like, giant misconceptions around, Oh yeah. where, like, I have had, like, one of the people I know was, like, oh, yeah, my partner brought home, like, the EMDR, like, paddles to do at home, like, the, the bilateral simulation, and I was, like, no no my god no like that should not ever happen like and like yeah that will fuck you up that will fuck up your relationship like absolutely not a thing um no big no and then like also like I think about um 
like again, EMDR is a huge one. Just like therapy in general has this like <laughs> there's this stigma, and then like there's so much that I yes, therapy is hard because you do a lot of emotional heavy lifting, and therapy is hard because it brings up a lot of shit. But also, like I think there's this giant narrative written that like oh, things are going to get worse before they get better. And so, like, if you go to therapy, expect to be, like, unwell for a hot minute. And, like, if you're seeking therapy, you're already unwell. So you're like, I don't know that I want to spend, like, until it gets better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, I don't really want to make this worse. Yeah. (laughs) And like you said, like, I think there's a huge stigma around therapy in terms of, like, oh, you only go to therapy if, like, yeah, you need to be, like, institutionalized or if there's, like, a big thing or, like... You're gonna do a big thing. You're gonna like, do a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then it like that's just not true. That's just not like accurate to the process. Exactly. Or like people think it's like some like hippy dippy bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like they think all of it is. They're like, oh, that's just that's for sissies. Uh-huh. You know that kind of thing. Like they're like too macho for it. Uh-huh. But that's like that's not the case nobody's too much mm-hmm. or therapy th- yeah nobody's too much <laughs> for therapy trust me if you are like that's exactly why that's you why therapy. you need to go yeah um and also like there's this there's two things here like first of all there's this like i think we live in two worlds and there isn't these worlds aren't real where people either like you said don't go to therapy because like oh i handle things on my own i don't want to go to a therapist who just like and just somebody to talk to it's not even like a sign like it's not even a thing like well, Mac wants to use this silverware. Um, he's a big boy. He's got manners. Um, <laughs> like, you say, like, I'm not going to go because, like, what, it's just somebody to talk to. Like, how helpful like, can that be? Or you're like, I'm not going to go because the last thing I need is somebody, like, they think they're going to get in the room and then somebody's going to be, like, analyzing them. Like, full-blown, like. Exactly. And they're always like, well, this person doesn't even know me. I'm like, that's the whole that's point. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want them to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, like, and, like, neither of those things are true. We're, like, no, it's not just, like, a rando to, like, just chat with. And it's also not somebody who's going to sit you in a fucking, like, ch- like Freudian chair and be, like, yeah, staring and, like, that doesn't happen. And if it does, like, reconsider the therapist that you're seeing. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, or, like, yeah, like, or I've had, like, clients be, like, oh, yeah, I went to therapy- a therapist and it was just really, de- especially, like, I started in substance use and so many of my clients were like, yeah, and my first experience was a therapist essentially telling me, like, I'm a bad person for using substances. And, like, so, no, I never wanted to go back. Or, like, confrontational therapy or, like, which is not, again, a whole other topic about, like, tough love doesn't work. And it's not what, like, therapists do for the most part. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I had yeah. another thought, but I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Um... Yeah, you said something that I was like, yeah, Julie, but I don't remember. Um, What do you think? I like, this is like a weird question. Like, what is a good indicator that someone would benefit? Oh, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Get my finger. (laughs) I think, yeah, he's a menace, dude. (laughs) I think that um, people have this, like, conception that, like, oh, this is just life. Like, yeah, I'm anxious all the time, and yeah, I'm, like, mad all the time. But, like, it's not, like, mental health symptoms. Or it is, and it's just, like, 
but that's my life. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, it's like, just the way it's always been. Yeah, exactly. Like, or like I've handled it before. Exactly. Like I've just been this way forever, and it's like, well, yeah, you might always be anxious, but like, would you like to not like feel like you're gonna die every <laughs> single time? Like, yeah. Would you like to try not feeling that way? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, just like, oh, and like I also think that people have kind of. I mean, there's been, like, a uptick in terms of, like, okay, now we think that other things are mental health. But I think for a long time it was like, well, I'm not depressed. So I'm good. Like, I, I can get out of bed. Yeah. So they don't, like, I promise. I never have gone to therapy for depression, ever. Like, yeah. I think I was diagnosed with depression at one point, but then I was like, oh, teehee, that's her mom died. Um, <laughs> it's a little situational. <laughs> um, but, like... Yeah, I think there's just, like, well, I'm not depressed, and I don't have, like, it's, like, you live in this, like, pendulum world of, like, well, I'm not depressed, and I don't have schizophrenia, so, like, why would I seek help, like? Exactly. Well, no. Like, yeah. those aren't the... Or you might think you have one thing, and it's really another. Like, I yeah. thought I just had anxiety. Like, I was, like, I'm just very anxious, which I do. I do have anxiety. But the thing they were concerned about was the depression. Yes. I didn't even know that's what it was. I thought I was just a sleepy girl. <laughs> like... <laughs> I thought I just really like naps <laughs> and was like a generally sad person. <laughs> Listen, it's just life. Like, I was just... like, that's just that's just normal for me. That's just how I feel. And then I was like, what? Oh, actually, <laughs> I could not feel. Like yeah, that like all I the time. could feel happy without having to like have some like dopamine inducing thing. Yes, like, and there's also just like more intricacies. That, like, it's not even about diagnosis. Like, it's just like. Oh, I just thought for so long that the reason that, like, I'm, like, success, like, so hyper-success-driven and so hyper, like, accomplishment, 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 I need approval, I need approval, was just because, like, I'm an ambitious person. Right. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, it has to do with, like, all of this shit that actually was, like, really painful for you. Yeah. Oh, and maybe I don't have to be working 80 hours a week in order to feel (laughs) feel okay. okay. Yeah. (laughs) To feel like I'm doing something. Yeah, like, it's just, I don't know. I guess that's my, dude, these cats. Just switched to feeding him with a knife because he bit my finger. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) You're such a jerk, dude. I'm being so nice to you. Eating him chicken. He's a. T- <laughs> that was the most oh, aggressive so cat good. bite. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> um. In terms of like, yeah, just like I don't can't think of any other questions I have or thoughts that I have. What is your like? Okay. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um. I think. Basically, if you think you're too cool for therapy, that's why you should go. Um, If you don't think it can help you, like, at least give it a shot. Like, I would just say everyone should at least give it a shot. Try it out, yeah. Like, and maybe spread out your tries, you know? Like, just because you tried it once doesn't mean that that's how therapy is. Because, like, if I had just gone to that one group session and then been like, nah, therapy is not it, like... I mean, I could have. I probably would have, you know, like, because that was, like, a terrible experience. But if you try again, like, you'll probably find somebody that works for you. Um, And then you always have that in your back pocket, you know, because you never know when you're going to need it. Like, okay, so hands down, 
if you feel like you don't need therapy now, you probably will later. Yeah. True. So you might as well find somebody now. So you're prepared. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a good thesis statement. Um, I, like, don't have much more to add except for, like, yeah, go, go seek help. Um, even if, like... Seek help. <laughs> even if, like, you think... Even if life is good, like, go tell somebody how good life is. Like, that's... Exactly. Or, like, why it's good. Yeah. Like, what did you do that made it so good? Yeah. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world to have, like, somebody in your corner all the exactly. time. Exactly. Like, it's like a paid cheerleader. It's so it's nice. So nice. <laughs> Um, it's all gone, Mac. <laughs> it's all gone. Um, yeah, like go to therapy. Uh, I'm so grateful that I'm in therapy all the time because I think that I would be much more messy otherwise. Um, yeah, and don't wait for your big life event. And if you're in the life event anyway, like go to therapy anyway, but stay in therapy. Yeah, keep keep on going. Yeah, keep on going because you never know when it's gonna. Sneak back up on ya. True. <laughs> How many times have I felt totally okay and then been like, oh, I need to talk to my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she, it's like, sometimes I have literally thought, and this is something that I should probably talk to her about, is like, dude, life will go so well for the 13 days between sessions and then like the day before. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, well, thank fuck I have my session with her tomorrow. Exactly. She fucking orchestrated that. <laughs> she did. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> Big therapy. Um, that's so big therapy. <laughs> um, so yeah, go go to therapy. It's the best. Um, thank you, Julie. Thank you, Jenna. You're the best. You're the best. I'm so glad you're in my home. Um, I'm gonna go to the therapy now. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>